Good morning, everybody. Hey, it is uh, Tuesday, February 28th. Welcome to the last day of February 2023. Hard to believe, isn't it, that uh, this year is flying by. Hope your week is off to a great start. As we get ready to talk to Dave, uh, we did end up, uh, I think, in the green yesterday. We'll talk about that and more. A few earnings reports we had come in uh, overnight, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But hey, look, like I talk about every day, the closer and closer you get to retirement, the more and more you need to be recognizing how much risk you have in your portfolio. That's exactly why I developed the core retirement design to help folks design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. Love to help you out with that. If you're five years out from retirement or closer, or if you've already retired and you've been retired for less than 10 years, that's the window that we need to be looking at when it comes to risk. It can play a vital role in your retirement planning. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. 5.7 Light FM, the original Lady Gaga hit, Born This Way. It's 8.40 now, 20 before 9. Time to check in on your money and see what's going on there this morning. Believe it or not, we actually had a green day yesterday on Wall Street. I asked Philip Stadler where the heck went wrong because we're green this morning, too. Let's go uh, downtown to the offices of Stadler Financial Services and see what the take looks like this morning. Philip, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing well today, Dave. It's, it's still hard for me to believe that this is the last day of February. How about you? It really, it just the month went by way too fast, unless, of course, you had money at risk, in which case uh, you're probably saying, thank God it's over, right? Exactly, because uh, I read a couple of articles, you know, basically February gave back most everything that they gained in January. So it means that it was a rough ride for February. And, uh, you know, one of the articles said, hey, look, we are right around that 200-day moving average. And we need to stay there in order to bounce up. And so if we break that plane and go below that 200-day moving average, then that's uh, not going to be good for stocks. The, the other one I saw was uh, from October till now, the question is, are we in a new bear market or is this one of those bear market tricks, right? We think we're, I mean, a, a bull market. We're in a bull market. Is this one of those bull market tricks where, um, you know, we're really not in a bull market. We're just going up during this bear market before we fall again. I'm still kind of half expecting this thing to be kind of the uh, the off tick on the way out of a bear. I don't think it's going to go all the way down to its lows, but my expectation, just looking at the charts and looking at history, I'm not calling it a bull by any measure yet, although I do get a kick, and I've been making fun of this for quite some time. You know, the young columnists on the online news services talking about the uh, the first quarter rally. Will it continue? Well, for the last 28 days, it hasn't been there at all. So the question is whether it's going to continue might be a whole different story. Uh, yesterday, just to set the table, it actually was an up day, although not by very doggone much. Uh, Dow was up by 79, which is one quarter of 1%, but at least it was green. About the same percentage on the Standard & Poor's, up eight and three quarters. And the NASDAQ was up by a smaller percentage this time, only up 19 and a quarter. But the good news that you got to bring out is the fact that, for heaven's sake, finally, it was green ink for a day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And that, that was good to see that we did finally see some 
some green ink uh, across the board because it had been a dismal week up until or last week was a dismal week. Um, and the question is, can we end up on a positive note on this last day of February? And right now it looks like we could start out that way, uh, but we're really on shaky ground and it won't take much um, for that to falter. Actually, we're getting really close to going red right now, Dave. Gosh, thanks. I'm glad to hear that. You got the current quotes. I'm working at delayed quotes, and they're still just marginally green this morning on my delayed quotes. Uh, you know it's been a rough month when you have J.P. Morgan putting out a statement. One of their economists said, you know, if you want a good investment, you really ought to try doing savings accounts because the Treasury bills are bumping their nose close to 5% when you start getting 4 and 3 quarter percent yields on the two-year Treasury notes and pretty close to that on the three-month notes. That's not even tying up your money very far. And when you start bumping your nose on 5% returns, that's starting to look like a pretty doggone good investment in light of what we've been experiencing on equities. Yeah, and that's true, Dave. I'm starting to see some local uh, credit union stuff hit like a 4% number right now on savings and CDs. So um, that's good. Uh, but, uh, you know, around the world, we've seen banking uh, really start to take off in this last oh, 12 months. Every time the Fed raises interest rates, they've raised their interest rates. So that's been really good. I mean, I finally found some rates uh, for, for corporate stuff around three and a half because it's harder to find corporate savings rates that, that, that mirror individual savings rates for some reason. Understood. Yeah, and it, it needs to be noted, too, that we haven't the standard issue passbook savings account, the on-demand account that people put and take from. That really is about the only instrument that really hasn't gone crazy yet. You buy a CD that will hold the money for a little while, you can get a pretty good return these days, but passbook accounts are still frittering around the 1% mark yet. So we haven't exactly floated all the ships with the rising tide, have we? No, we haven't. And that's why if you uh, if you go out there and look across the board at some of the online banks that are FDIC insured, uh, mm -hmm. they do have some savings accounts that will get you in the three, three and a half, maybe even a little higher rate. Yeah, I see them on the I see them online and the uh, promotional offers from the accounts. But, you know, you go to the local banks and uh, well, it's not just our not local happening. banks. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not dinging them, but the on-site brick-and-mortar banks that we're likely to walk into, still you're looking at 0.91% interest rates on uh, passbook savings, and it kind of makes you do a what-the-heck what moment there. But you know, got to keep in mind, those accounts are high to, high to maintain. Number two, they tend to be small balances. And number three, uh, you can take out as much as you want, whatever you want, so the bank doesn't know they've got it for any length of time. But, boy, if you commit to two years, you can get a rate that's pretty impressive these days. Even less than two years, Dave, you can go to a year now and still get some impressive rates. Oh, yeah. With the three-month Treasury notes being at 4.725, the bank can afford to do something halfway decent these days. Uh, morning data dump, it's probably not going to be major market-moving stuff, but just to keep everybody informed, uh, we're still buying a whole heck of a lot more from overseas than we're selling there. The uh, trade balance went up from uh, $89.7 last month to uh, $91.5 this month. That's up a full 2%. Number that probably could move the market a little bit anyway are the two inventory numbers, wholesale and retail inventories, which tends to look to me like a confirmation of a slowdown. Wholesale inventories were down by four-tenths of a percent. They expected that to be like one-tenth one of a percent. 
Retail inventories, on the other hand, grew by three-tenths of a percent. They also grew by a half a percent last month. Tells me that uh, the retailers are a little overstocked and the wholesalers are planning for a drawdown. And that's not necessarily good news in a consumer-driven economy like ours. No, no, it's not. But from a business standpoint, it does make some sense, right? That we we the businesses chart to to kind of tailor off some of their inventory so they don't get stuck with it. Um, oh yeah, the, the wholesale the wholesale does make sense, but the retail inventories going up tell me that we got oh. a lot of retailers getting stuck yeah. with inventory. That's right. It was look for sales coming soon, folks. Um, Absolutely. But the other thing that came out, you and I didn't talk about earlier before yeah. we went on the air, is pending home sales came out yesterday at ten o'clock after you and I got done, and they Any were news? they were a huge surprise. I mean, the expectations was an increase of nine tenths of a percent. They actually saw an increase of eight point one percent in the pending hmm. home sales. That's almost earth-shakingly big, isn't yeah, it? It was. It really, yeah, it really was. Which means the Federal Reserve is going to look at that and say the economy is too hot. And it's one, yeah, I mean, <laughs> see it all coming as a ghost. Yeah, I've got to make note that it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a federal government giveaway starting today. The process opens today for semiconductor companies to apply for a piece of a $39 billion worth of grant money being allocated as part of uh, the Chips and Science Act that uh, Congress passed last year. Because we've got so much money, even for something that I think we all agree we probably need to develop in this country, we could afford to give away $39 billion this month. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, Dave, that uh, did, did you see a deficit somewhere in the words? Uh, because that's definitely creating some deficits there. And, and they got a lot of strings attached to it. But, hey, if, um, if it, um, I, I guess if it helps bring industry back here to the United States, and, and helps build some plants, which helps jobs. And this is an industry that is not going to get beat up. I mean, everything today almost takes a chip. And so, uh, you know, it, it does make some sense. Uh, I'm not for really corporate welfare, but uh, we need uh, some drawing card to get those type of high-tech jobs uh, more and more back here in the United States. Frankly, I agree. I'd get on my soapbox much higher and yell much louder if it wasn't for generating some chip business manufacturing here in this country. The biggest risk that we've got in getting to a tiff with China is the fact they're making about 80% of the chips that we depend on. If we get off speaking terms completely with China, bottom line is we're screwed for just about everything that we buy these days. Yeah, they, they control a big, uh, a lot of the uh, chip and makers and so that's not good for us as an economy uh, for sure and so anything to to reduce our dependence on them is is going to be good for us understood how are we doing as far as earnings as far as earnings are concerned i've got some weird looking moves on my winner and loser list this morning and i'm not sure i know why what's going on this morning well let's talk about one of the big guys out there and that's target um target yeah. had a really good fourth quarter um, they they had uh, they beat earnings by about forty nine cents a share. Came in at a dollar eighty nine. Now they did have a, a kind of a letdown as far as guidance going forward. They they're saying their full year earnings per share is going to be below what the uh, analysts had expected. Um, and so they have actually earlier uh, they were in the positive. They've actually flipped to negative right now. Dave, they're down a little over a tenth of a percent right now. 
Good Lord. Yeah, that it's guidance rules all, no matter how well you do. If you say it might not be as good next quarter, the market's going to punish you this season, aren't they? They, they are right now, and because I think everybody is expecting that to happen anyway. And so if anybody comes out and is expecting something different, a, a, a good quarter, then that's helping kind of buoy these stocks back up a little bit. We had the mm-hmm. Norwegian cruise lines reported, and uh, they lost money, but a lot less than expected, like 48 cents less than expected. So they came in, lost a dollar four. And, uh, and so that was, that was a lot better than expected. And so they are not helping themselves any, though, um, because they're still trading down, again, because of earnings guidance came in below expectations. They're getting whopped this morning. They're down 6.6%. I was going to say they're toward the top of my big loser list. When you said they beat the street, I figured it had to be crummy guidance because they look like they're really blowing wind right now. (laughs) Hey, the other one we have, we talked about this one not too long ago, Zoom. Uh, they've been mm-hmm. in and out of the news. Uh, you know, they really benefited during COVID. And so uh, they came in and they beat uh, on the top and bottom line for the fourth quarter. They, they came out and, uh, and, and gave a little lighter than expected revenue guidance. Um, but their earnings guidance, so two different things, right? Revenue was lighter than expected, but earnings guidance was better than expected. So two different numbers there that they look at. And so you've got Zoom up right now, 5.1%. Wow. Yeah. There's a there's a resurgence in staying at home, sometimes not by choice, right? Exactly. So, um, Could be so that's kind of where we're at right now. All righty. Resetting the table. It was a really, really, really modest green day yesterday, but green is green, and we're happy with that. Any chance we could keep it going this morning? What are we doing 45 minutes early? Hey, we've been a roller coaster even this morning, Dave. We've been down on the S&P 500 to red. Now we're back to a little bit of green. It's up right now, about two-tenths of a percent. Uh, We got the Dow up two-tenths of a percent as well. The NASDAQ 100 has gone from red um, up to up about $15, which is almost uh, 0.15% increase there. So um, we've got a little bit of green ink. I don't know that it will hold, but at least it. Uh, we should maybe start off in the green. Um, but that could fade away, too, really quickly. On the other side of the coin, we got silver trading down again this morning, Dave, a little over a tenth of a percent. I think it's a, up a little bit above where it was yesterday. It's $20.76 an ounce. We've got gold trading down from where it was yesterday, down a third of a percent to $1,819 an ounce. And then wow. crude oil's heading up um, the wrong direction for you, Dave. Well above uh, 75. It's up 2.5% to $77.56 a barrel right now. Yeah, that's about 2.5 bucks plus more than was the yesterday morning at this time. So I'm really not happy to see that. The overseas markets mixed bag in the Asian rim this morning at the close kind of reflected us. The mainland Chinese markets were up six-tenths of a percent, but everybody else is basically frittering around the zero line. Europe is marginally up, but they're somewhat mixed this morning as well, halfway through their trading day. Planning ahead for retirement, I want to know what I'm going to be able to spend when I retire, Philip. How do I find you to uh, get those plans in place? That's exactly why we developed the core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of to make sure the risk they have really matches up with the amount of risk they should have in their current portfolio. Give us a call, 
382-0037. Hey, just a little reminder that you can find the repeat of what Dave and I talk about every day on Facebook at Statler Financial uh, on Facebook. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. Always good information there, too. And then back here tomorrow morning on Light. Philip, thank you so much. I'll see you then. All right. Have a great day, Dave. Take care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, everybody. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope your week is off to a great start. Enjoy your day. Join us again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until then, have a great one.